Welcome back, everybody. This is Heavy Ham, and this is Hamcast. For whatever goes bump in the night, keeps you out of the woods, we'll be there. It is Sunday, not Saturday, and the reason it wasn't recorded yesterday is because I was celebrating my lovely wife's birthday. Everybody say happy birthday to my lovely wife. Happy birthday, my love. Today we're going to dive off the shores and into the lakes and oceans, the waters of the world, if you will. We're going to take a look at the mer people. That's right, mer people, not just mermaids. There's mermen too out there. At least if you believe in mer people, there are quite a few people that do and quite a few people that don't. Probably more that don't than do, but hey, that's okay. It's not a widely discussed topic, surprisingly. It is just one of those cryptids that when you think mermaid, you think Ariel from Disney movie, or you think Splash with Tom Hanks. You don't think um, you don't think a real life cryptid. You don't think that it's something worth mentioning. But we're going to talk about it anyway. Um, main reason we're going to talk about it is because it has been around for quite some time all the way back to 77 BC it's been in the documents it's been in the writings it's been on cave paintings that's right it's been around almost longer than Bigfoot believe it or not for as long as people could pick up a rock and carve it Half fish, half humans have been around, so. Here we go. Now, I have to, I have to, again, reiterate. If, uh, you expect me to believe that civilizations across the globe were all putting up cave paintings they were all putting up pit hieroglyphs and pictographs of the same beings continent by continent by continent when there wasn't a whole lot of communication from tribe to tribe of the same being And it was just coincidence. That's going to be far-fetched. To anybody. Especially to me. They not only did it of... Sky beings. They did it of... Giants of the woods. They did it also of... The gods of the sea. As they called them. Which were... Mermaids. And... That continued on. That continued on through uh, quite some time, clear up until we actually did see the press, and even after um, actual press was 
And that just made the, the accounts, the, the sightings flourish even more. Then eventually started the, the report started dying down because people started getting ridiculed and losing their jobs. So, you have that to take into account as to why the sightings were dying down and the reports were dying down. It's not necessarily the sightings were dying down. It's just they weren't being reported as often. People didn't want to lose their livelihood over saying they saw a merman or a thunderbird or a bigfoot when the normal thing was to ridicule that person and make them lose everything they worked their butts off for and the then the normal thing is to shut your mouth and just not say anything so you see where that comes in to play that being said um, there was a mermaid video uh, several years back that was posted on YouTube and when I was younger obviously not much younger but I was younger uh, we're in 2019, I believe the video was put out in, I want to say 2014, so we're, we're talking five years. Um, it might have, I apologize, I keep yawning. Um, it might have been 2013, 2014, somewhere around there. Um, it was the title of it, Mermaids Caught on Tape. And it says Animal Planet. And right away, people flourish. They flock to this video because Animal Planet, it's got to be real, right? Animal Planet, it's got to be real. And it's really convincing. Here's the thing. I did the same thing so many times, so many years ago. I used that footage because I wanted to believe it. I thought, it's got to be real. Well, Animal Planet has this, and especially now that, um, that I've been doing the research for so many years, I know that Animal Planet has this habit of doing this. Raise, quick raise of hands, how many people out there that listen to this podcast have actually found themselves sitting down, turning on Animal Planet and watching Finding Bigfoot? I have. I've done it. Um, it's entertaining, to say the least. It is. It's entertaining. Um, and, you know, they do um, interview some pretty good witnesses. But aside from the witnesses, I think the rest is all um, hooey. Um, I'm not saying that Matt doesn't want to find evidence, but I think that, and I'm not saying that they haven't found evidence, I'm just saying that for the sake of that show, 
and the success of that show, they can't air everything that um, they find. Is that fair? Without getting myself in too much legal trouble. Um, for the sake of that show and the success of that show, if they were to air everything that they found or everything that um, they wanted to say, that show would be canceled. Just straight out. Um, that's kind of like the same with Mountain Monsters. Um, it's very entertaining. Um, and Mountain Monsters is on Discovery Channel, which I believe is also an Animal Planet subsidiary or something like that. Um, if they were to actually catch a monster, a Bigfoot or anything, the show would be canceled. I mean, let's, let's just be real here. If they were to actually, if they were to catch one, it'd be canceled. Now, there was an episode, I believe it was Mountain Monsters, it might have been in its sister or brother show, which is Alaska Monsters, where they got DNA. Um, but after that episode, there wasn't another season. There's never been another season. There wasn't another episode. There's no talk of another episode or another season. So, and that was the best episode, the, in my opinion. Um, in my opinion, that was the closest they got. Um, they had thermal imaging popping up all over the place. Um, they genuinely had something in the trap. They had something in the trap. And something left behind DNA. And now there's no talk of another season. There's no talk of anything. Um, all the people have moved on to some, um, supposedly better things. So all I'm saying is, should the cast of Mountain Monsters ever absolutely get a monster in the trap, that's the end of the show. And we'll never know what happens to the monster. Supposedly, a rogue team shot and took one down. And I don't think it was necessarily a rogue team. I think they were getting too close and somebody took it out and got the hell out of there before they could actually get it on film or before they could... Uh, I think there was someone else out there and you guys know what I mean by someone else. I'm doing the little quotation things. You guys can't see me, but... And in terms of that, um, the producers of the show decided to bring in the Rogue team and put a little spin on the show so they could keep it entertaining because they had no idea of knowing what was going on out there, who was out there. So they had to come up with an explanation for what happened to that, uh, that Squatch. Kind of got off on a tangent here, but um, anyway, back to the mer mermaid situation. Um, would there be reason to cover up the mermaids? Possibly. Okay, possibly. Um, but real quick, before we get in into that topic, um, so Animal Planet put this, you know, Animal Planet had this video, and at first it looks genuine. Um, you got this anchor man sitting across the table from two, um, 
what looks like a marine biologist, actually says marine biologist and a doctor who uh, is also, I believe, a marine biologist. So they're both doctors, they're both marine biologists, and um, he's, he's interviewing them, and they pull up the clip, and you see this webbed hand smack the window of a submerged, submersible vehicle, which is an underwater vehicle. And uh, camera two, gets pulled up alongside camera one. You know, the reactions seems genuine and whatnot. And <clears throat> you see this face, this really big, uh, large-eyed, what you would expect a underwater humanoid face to look like. We have really large eyes and um, so it would be able to see underwater and it swims away and you can as it swims away you see the fin the the tail fin and uh, so you can go you can go on YouTube you just look up mermaids caught on tape and the very first one you're going to find it's within the first three just look for the one that says animal planet I guarantee it's gonna be in the corner and it's gonna be that one okay um, turns out that that entire film that entire clip is a ploy from animal planet to poke fun at the topic now Okay, here's the thing. I sat throughout last night, throughout this morning, watching clips and skits and watching 30-minute segments, 45-minute segments of this entire thing. Um, so it's a ploy from Animal Planet to poke fun at the topic, much the way they do Bigfoot. And... <clears throat> I say that with the best of intentions in mind. Um, you know what? No, I don't. No, I don't. Um, every show that I think Animal Planet puts out about a cryptid is, well, in all honesty, it's their way of saying let's muddy up the water a little more okay it's great that they're bringing people into into the topic but they're not doing it in a way that helps the topic you know what I mean they're doing it in a way to be like let's put all of this fake footage out there so we can just muddy the water up. And that's basically, when you type in mermaids caught on camera, you'll see all the, all the animal planet promotions. I guarantee it. You will not 
you will not be able to go through the mermaid caught on camera thing without finding an animal planet ad there's like a million of them there's one where these fishermen are pulling up their net and a mermaid is struggling to get out of a net and then flies out and it's a and it cuts to believe in mermaids animal planet and it's an ad for their for the mermaid documentary uh, or mockumentary really um, and you know like I said I did watch like quite a bit of that documentary if you will um, I know quite a few people in the fisherman world and not just, you know, sitting on the bank, casting a reel, pulling in trout, pulling in a bass, that kind of, you know. I'm talking out on the Gulf Coast, on the boats, bringing in crab, bringing in net fishing. I know some people out there in that kind of world. And I've heard stories from them that make me believe that some of the... Some of the people on the, on the show were actually telling, were telling about real encounters, you know. Um, so I can't say that everything in that film is is illegitimate. Okay, I can't say that without without calling the people that I know liars. Um, I will say that in the clip that the initial clip that I that um, the initial underwater mermaid clip that one the doctor everyone in there is an actor okay the article that they talk about where Greenland is halting drilling that is an actual article excuse me that is an actual article and um, Greenland really did halt drilling. Um, so after watching like 30, 30 minutes of this, you know, this episode, I don't know how long the entire thing is, but I watched like 30 minutes of it. And, you know, you got these fishermen who are talking about pulling fish up with these handcrafted spears and handcrafted, uh, handcrafted, uh, Sorry, we had a small interruption. Um, they talk about the fish being speared with spears that could only be explained by something doing it underwater. You know, these spears could have come from 
above water sources, but um, you know, you have to, you have to t look at it from have to look at it from um, a believer's point of view. Okay, you have to. Um, because first of all, it's, the fish was speared from above water, and these fishermen are fishing and they're dragging nets, and they're pulling up fish with spears in them. I don't know if any of you guys out there are familiar with what happens when a fish dies. But they don't stay at the bottom of the water. They float. Doesn't matter how they die, they float. They lose their buoyancy, they float. So, that tells me that the spears had to have gotten in them pretty recently. So, that being said, spears had to have entered them pretty recently and just ended up getting caught up in the net and break, uh, break, breaking off. Um, you know, a couple of my buddies over there in Maine have said that they've found some pretty weird stuff, they've seen some weird stuff. Um, they didn't want to go on record, but they did say that you see some pretty weird things that you just can't explain when you've been out there on the water for so long. And uh, it's hard to believe that it can all be just explained away by known sea creatures, is what they said. So, um, Christopher Columbus himself, you know, Christopher Columbus himself said that he saw three uh, three mermaids sunbathing on a rock right before they dove back into the water. And uh, it's now widely believed that Christopher Columbus, along with many of the other uh, captains and sailors of that time era, were believing that they were looking at manatees or sea cows, if you will. I find that hard to believe that they were looking at manatees or sea cows. I mean, the descriptions that they gave of mermaids, okay, the descriptions they gave of mermaids and mer people were such, such, so descriptive. I find it hard to believe that they would mistake a manatee for a mermaid or a siren or a merman I mean how much rum how much delirium do you have to be under to mistake a sea cow for something that looks like something you want to sleep with or something that you want to jump in the water after So, 
yeah I don't know now you know there is there's a possibility that um you know there is always the argument and I hate when people do this there is, I hate when other shows do this but there is the argument that because we now call them sea cows and back in ancient times a lot of religions worship cows yeah yeah I get that but we didn't start calling them sea cows until like I can't even remember what year we started calling them sea cows. They didn't even call them sea cows back then. They had an entirely different name, and I can't remember it. I didn't write it down, but I will find out what they called them and um, add it to another segment for this video or this podcast. Sorry. Um, but they knew them by something entirely different, and I'm pretty sure it was pretty close to manatee, but... Um, they didn't call them water cow or sea cow, so there's no, you know, and even if they, I don't think that they would have just said, oh, it's a cow. We have to worship it. I don't think our ancestors were as ignorant as many mainstream scholars want us to believe or our governments want us to swallow. So... On another note, um, Karat Yam Israel has a government-wide government-wide sanctioned reward for the first person to provide conclusive evidence of mermaids' existence, and this, ladies and gentlemen is in the amount of one million dollars. It's also due to the fact that there's not one, not just a couple, not even three or five, but thousands, thousands of sightings of such creatures. One specifically, appears most of the time around sunset. Has a rock that she prefers, and most of these uh, mermaids appear generally around sunset. They're seen around the shoreline or or, pot, or near rock ledges where they can, I don't know, bait, uh, admire the sunset or dry out or I don't know what they're doing. Nobody knows. They don't seem to be able to see them very long they're not out very long one such video did happen to make the youtube airwaves however um i tried to track down the original video i know several years ago it was on youtube um i'm still trying to track it down it, you know like i said several years it wasn't that hard problem with YouTube is thousands of videos get uploaded a day so it's probably going to take a while and it doesn't help that Animal Planet like clogged the algorithm with all their fucking promotions um 
so I'm still trying to track down the original video, but if you guys want to see what I'm talking about, um, you guys can just type in Mermaids Caught on Tape, and um, there is a video that's outlining top seven top seven videos of mermaids caught on tape and this guy's doing a pretty good job at um, keeping it pretty real if you want to see the actual video I'm talking about you don't have to waste your time going through all the rest of them you can just go all the way to the end of the video it's the very first video it's made number one on his list because it is the best video out there it has never been discredited or proved to be a hoax. Um, it has been analyzed several times. I remember this video when it first came out. They tried to discredit it and prove it a hoax. Um, I would also like to point out that when this mermaid, and I'm not even going to say creature, when this mermaid turns back, it's not just the head that turns the entire body that turns and then she turns back hands move into the water much like that of a creature that would move using their hands to, to propel themselves into the water also I would like to point out when you watch the video to keep an eye on the tail and I would also like to ask that you watch this video before you watch the Animal Planet promotion or um, the Animal Planet um, skit with the doctor because it'll make a whole lot more sense. Um, A lot of people think mermaids and they think little, the little mermaid, Ariel, it's got to have this fish tail, right? It's got to have this nice long um, trident like tail almost where it comes down to two long points. Um, you'll notice the tail on the video I'm talking about it's not like that it's almost rounded um, and Animal Planet used that body style that entire outlook almost as if they were able to get their hands on the original video analyze it blow it up and go off of that body style um, so and that makes me wonder if there isn't more to it than just believability, if there isn't more to it than just what ifs and maybes. Now, there are people out there that say, but why would they cover it up? Well, not necessarily would they cover it up, but think about it. 95% of our oceans still aren't discovered. And that's even today. Eh, the number's probably gone down. I mean, 
but even today we still haven't been able to submerge even close enough to discover a good portion of our water I know back in let's see back in 2001 they were saying it was 95% of our oceans weren't discovered were undiscovered so we're in 2009 And I don't think that wa that number's gone down a whole hell of a lot. As a matter of fact, I doubt it's gone down really any at all. Um, if it has, I'd love to know what the number is, but I don't think it's going to be significant enough to say that we can definitively disprove the existence of mer people. We can't even definitively disprove the existence of Loch Ness, a Loch Ness monster. So, um, and they're constantly finding, um, you know, giant creatures in the oceans, um, giant squids, giant octopuses. So, who's to say that there couldn't be a civilization of mer people living down there? Um, we do live in a very interesting time where things are coming to light and things are starting to take shape again things are starting to reveal themselves again I do find it very interesting that at one point, our ancestors knew things existed. They didn't have to believe they knew it. And now we live in an era where... We live in a time where some people believe. Others think that... There's a chance. And then there's people like me. And a few select of you. Who know. Without certainty. That there's got to be more. That there has to be. A, a reason. There's got to be. It's not a matter of believing anymore. It's a matter of knowing. You know that Bigfoot's out there. You know that the dogman is real. You know it. Without even questioning it, you know it. You smelt the smells. You've seen the signs. You've casted your first track. You've seen something weird in the water. You've heard something you couldn't explain. You've had a loss of time. Whatever it is, something has changed your life to where right now you're sitting here listening to my podcast, trying to make sense of what has happened. And I can say without certainty that I'm there with you. I've had that loss of time. 
I've heard that thing in the woods. I've seen the ripple in the water that didn't make sense. I know that they are out there. I don't need to believe. I do the research so I can shine the light in the darkest of corners. So I can make sense of the things that go bump in the night. So I can make sense of the things that go splash. I do the research so maybe we can understand it a little more. Maybe we can sleep a little easier. I'm not trying to prove their existence. I'm not even trying to convince you they're real. That's for you to do. I want you, I invite all of you to go out there, listen, smell, look, do your own research. You know, maybe the truth is locked away in some memories that you've had. You never know. Maybe they're just right there, right outside your front door, waiting for you to go out and grab them. Coming up next week, we take our attention to the sky. I'll start it off by sharing a couple of my very, very close personal experiences. And what really started my entire obsession with everything in this extraordinary field. I'm Heavy Ham, everybody. Have a blessed Sunday for everybody like me. Stay lit. And that is the end of our Hamcast. Stay frosty.